the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Eye on Real Estate. We're the only show on talk radio that's 10 years now that's all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which is just about everything, uh, including that stupid virus that would better end soon. That's all I have to say. I'm, I'm, I am doing a, uh, I'm doing a rain dance. I mean, since it's pouring out and we have a northeast, so I'm doing a rain dance that this thing is over soon. Um, I want to introduce, and happy to introduce I, my friend and a senior vice president of Citizens Bank, Ace Vasuprap. Hi, Ace. Hi, Dottie. Hi. Good morning. You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this, but I have spent, I have not had one hour's sleep. I was trying to get the show ready last night, and I couldn't get my printer to work. And I stumbled on passwords, and I was looking because I said maybe I had the wrong password. And if you go to passwords on the Apple phone, and then it tells you, it says 58 of your passwords have been compromised. Really? And like you it have says, 58 passwords, What, 58, okay? So, like, this is at 1 o'clock in the morning because I don't sleep. So I'm like, 58, oh, my God. So then, like, you know, it tells you, like, hacked. This, you know, I mean, even LinkedIn was hacked. Okay, okay, and then, of course, it has, and then some of them just say weak password, anybody could guess it, or you used it, but I had 58. So I haven't finished them all, <laughs> but, but I'm rechanging. I had, like, just, just, I was just losing it. So if you, <laughs> I need a laugh. If you have a good joke, I need to hear one. I was losing my right. mind. I know, okay. I know. But you know what? In, in regards to the coronavirus, hopefully, you know, we're going to see we're, we're going to see some vaccination soon. And, you know, we can all put this behind us because 2020, it's already December. Almost a whole year has passed us by, Dottie. Can you believe it? It's, it's, it's No, you know, it's hard to believe. And, and, and really, um, not only that it's hard to believe, it's hard to believe that it went as fast as it did because, you know, we were virtually stuck for months. Um, I, I I am really going to make it a mission to, and I hope that you'll join me on your website, Ace, and Steve, I know you're there, so I didn't introduce you yet, but Steve, our legal counsel, um, to try to put some good news on, because if I see another bad thing, I mean, I you know, we all have to wear masks, and this is, you know, you know this is going to take a bit, 
and I know that there, you know, I have all the information. I did it last night. I, you know, I, I went on all the websites to see exactly what they're doing, when they're doing it, you know, how they're doing it, and um, basically, you know, hopefully, you know, but but there's so many people, and just, I mean, I'm I'm really not folk. I'm I'm, I'm really breaking off the show for a second, but since we were talking about that. I just tried to figure out how they're going to do it because you need two doses, not just one. And you need two doses and, you know, they have, you know, there's like all these different rounds, like, you know, round one and then round two. And so, you know, certain people will qualify, I guess the health workers, the healthcare workers are, are, um, first, and then, you know, I think teachers and, and stuff like people that are in direct contact are second. And then I think, you know, people over 65 or people with pre, or people with pre-existing conditions. I, I just don't know how they're going to get the distribution. I mean, it's going to be such a job to do. I mean, I don't know. But don't you think? Yeah, it's going to be tough, Dottie. I mean... Now, in, in terms of, you know, how they're going to actually um, implement the uh, the two vaccination shots and who goes first and whatnot. So we'll see. I, you know, look, look I, I think at the end of the day, they'll figure it out. And, well, um, they will. You know, but, but just, just yeah. to, I, I wrote yeah. this down because I just was trying to figure it out myself. It says, you know, now the, the governor announced that, New York's first uh, vaccine delivery is expected December 15th, and that will be enough doses for 170,000 people. The second round of those doses of Pfizer vaccine, which will constitute the second dosage, will arrive 21 days later. And I'm, I'm kind of hearing that you have to take it within a certain amount of time, the second dose. Um, the... the and then, you know, the it says by the end of December, the Trump administration says there will be enough to vaccinate another 20 million people, making 6% of the United States of America. Okay, so health care workers, residents of nursing homes, and long-term care patients, um, and, and, and long, you know, and, 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 and workers that are working with them, that's 85,000 people. This is in New York, in nursing home residences, and uh, 130,000 nursing staff, and that's the first round. And phase two is firefighters, police officers, teachers, school staff working, public health people. And phase three is 65 and, and under 65 with a pre-existing condition. So we need to have uh, 330 million vaccines. And I... And I am very hopeful that this vaccine is going to work. I really feel that. I just feel I wouldn't want to be in charge of how you get this out there. You know, it's monumental. Does anyone think that, or is it just me? Yeah, it's going to be monumental, Dottie. It's uh, it's going to be one of those things where when we when we have the vaccine and we know it's effective. You know, there's going to be probably a celebration around the world, right? So I, I, I think, I think I'm waiting for that day. I think we all are. All, all of our listeners are waiting for that day too, where we can kind of come, ba- go back to our everyday normal lives, right? I, I think that's what I'm well, most, well, most excited for. You know what? For. 
what do they say what what you know this makes people stronger and 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 you know in many ways i you know if you if you just kind of look at some of the positive things and of course you know there's nothing positive about people dying but but people have time to kind of really think things really think because they couldn't do anything yeah. much else so people have time to think people had time to reflect on maybe what's important to them People at time maybe to think about their families, even though they couldn't see some of the people they loved, but they had time to really realize how much they meant to them. When sometimes when you take it for granted, when you see people all the time, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, in in, in those aspects, I I think, um, you know, people didn't have to worry about buying clothes, okay, or how yeah. they looked as much. <laughs> so, but but I but I do think that that it's changed. That you know, it, it is a year. I have these little posters someone bought them for me um that say 2020 the year to remember and you know and and nap and and i I kept them and this is a year that really uh will go down in the history books if we still have books uh and really will be something that changed the world and changed the way people think and um i'm sure um you know that at the end when it's all done um There'll be some things that they've discovered and they've learned that really help save lives forever. So, I mean, I'm try. I I always try to look at the positive, even though I have to be honest with everyone. If you're one of the people that is not at all a little upset or, you know, that you know you haven't been down the dumps here or there or a little bit lonely or feeling isolated, then you'd be one in a million because it's very normal. Everybody has their days, um, but you know, we just try to be thankful for each day that we have, and we are very close to coming to, as Ace said, a vaccine, and it'll be like the flu vaccine or the other vaccines, and hopefully that will not not be out. It will not knock it out, but it'll be like another virus. And, you know, I think I told you last week, um, last year in January, I caught a flu, but we didn't know that much about COVID then. It really didn't happen until March. So when the flu and I took a Z pack and it didn't work, so then I my doctor sent me for chest X-rays and um, he said, oh, you know, you you really uh, have to call your doctor and um, I did. He said, oh, you have pneumonia, and I said, well, I have tickets to go to Florida this afternoon and I'd rather have pneumonia in Florida than here, and I left. Okay, <laughs> I got on a plane and I and I said I'll and I called my drugstore and I said, you know, why are you know, send me my medications and whatever I need to take with the pneumonia. And I and I wasn't that worried about it, you know. So I think hopefully it'll be that we'll have enough, vac- you know, we'll have vaccines that, you know, if you get sick, you're not going to get sick, sick where you'll, you, you know, you could die. So, um, and, and, and I think it's amazing how quickly they did, you know, I think that it's really been quick. So I'm, I'm happy for that. And we're all happy for that. And Ace, of course, you know I want to thank you particularly, and I also, of course, want to thank Citizens Bank, which works with Douglas Elliman as a preferred lender, and Citizens is one of the nation's oldest and largest financial institutions, and we always thank them for their support. They also support their customers by providing an integrated experience that includes mobile and online banking and a 24-7 customer contact center. You can easily find more information at citizensbank.com. 
of course, Citizens has opened the COVID-19 Resource Center, and they want you to know that they're there for you, and they understand the tremendous amount of financial stress that the COVID-19 crisis has caused. So if you have any concerns or anything you want to talk to them about or email, um, you can contact them at Helpful Services and Resources and that would also include economic impact payments, stimulus payments, financial hardship payments, assistance, um, online mobile banking. So whatever you need. And like I said, we all have the time. And as let's put it this way, I don't care how busy you are. I think deep in our hearts, and I've used this excuse many times that I am busy. Say I'm so busy. I'm so sorry. I was just so busy. But we all make the time for what's important to us. And so what I'm going to ask everyone to do is to, first of all, stay safe, wear your masks, do your social distancing, and, and, and make time for some of the things that are important to us, like refinancing. You know, look at refinancing. Look at, you know, I do a lot of reading now. Um, not, I'm not in the mood to read novels or anything, but I do a lot online, and there's so many resources, and there's so many things that people just don't really no, because you can't know all these things that are really good that can really help you out. So I, I stress that we all do that. Um, Stephen, how are you today? Doing fine, Dottie. Yeah, everyone's doing okay. okay. I mean, how was your thing? You know, and Stephen, as you know, is is a partner in uh, Barn LLP, that one of the top law firms in the city with specializing in real estate. And um, I don't know, okay, and he's just the best and you know i'm going to talk a lot about real estate today but because real estate really the good news is if you're in real estate you're busy i mean people are buying they're giving you the low mortgage rates and everything people are buying i mean real estate is kind of off the wall it's gone crazy and i'm not only talking about are the area here um but it's 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 all over the place if you want to speak to us, we do have a website, and you can go on Facebook um, and do Iron Real Estate and send us any of your questions there. And you could go on Instagram or email me at dottieherman.com. Um, I hope that's not one of my uh, things that was compromised, but whatever. <laughs> Our new Facebook page for Iron Real Estate is exciting, and we're going to be really upgrading that and putting um, – kind of questions that we think are important too and having some promotions so make sure to look for that and of course we always love to hear from you uh you can always call us at 866-970-9622 because we love to hear from our listeners uh today is december 5th and believe it or not there are only 26 days remaining until the end of the year and uh, this is a year, as we said, that we will all remember. Uh, it is, uh, you know, really, you know, and if today is your birthday, you share that with Walt Disney. Uh, while, while Walt Disney may not particularly be known as a real estate revolutionary, he was so intrigued by urban development that he planned and constructed a district within the sphere of Disney World, complete with monorails, shopping centers, Victoria-style villas, and fire station. And so he's a kind of, he's a real, real innovator. But as we were talking, um, I wanted you to know that, you know, this pandemic, the hottest pandemic purchase 
okay, I'm going to ask Stephen, and I'm going to ask you guys if you want to call in, and I'm going to ask Ace, what do you think was the hottest pandemic purchase so far this year? Can anybody guess? Stephen, you go first. Stephen, you go but first. The hottest purchase during the uh, pandemic um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, it's a tough call. I'm going to guess it's something maybe not real estate related, but something that will help enhance your real estate experience. Uh, I'm going to say getting a dog. Okay. And Ace, you have any thoughts? I don't know. Maybe something that has to do with like Amazon. It's Prime an easy, an easy, easy, easy. <laughs> Here's the answer. I'm sure dogs were were up there, but the number one hottest pandemic purchase was a home. More and more Americans took advantage of low mortgage rates um, to expand their yards and have more more comfortable outdoor space or have a place that they could work from home better. Um, Home prices soared. I'm talking nationally. But home prices soared, recording the highest five, uh, the highest couple of months appreciation between May and July. I guess that's May, June, July, two or three months in 30 years of record keeping, the highest appreciation in those three months. Um, new home sales were up. New home sales, and these are national numbers, but I like to give everyone a, a broad view. The new home sales were up 41% year over year, okay? And the flip side of that is there's not enough new homes, uh, and that inventory has hit an all-time low in September and October. And um, just our prediction, I mean, nobody but God knows exactly the future, but if you read up on anything and you look at all the experts, everyone thinks that real estate will continue to go up, and people will continue to buy. Uh, so for those of us who just bought real estate or have real estate, uh, that's the, the home prices are, are really off the wall, off the wall. Matter of fact, um, you know, when people, I think I told you this many a day, but in March when it first really got bad in New York City and people kind of escaped to whether it was the Hamptons or or maybe parts of Connecticut or or upstate. Uh, the Hamptons, you know, in total, one billion dollars worth of Hampton properties has been sold in the span of three months. Now, I'm sure you're not as familiar as we would be with numbers as far as what sells in the Hamptons, but that one billion dollars worth of Hamptons property in three months. 450 single-family homes have been purchased during the third quarter, with an increase from 483 million to 973 million in just one year. And the profitability of, of uh, has risen, and that this is all of the Hamptons, not, not nothing just does not Douglas Elliman, all the Hamptons, by 51 percent this year. Okay, actually, this year, somebody bought, which is a great house, it's on the ocean in Southampton, the most expensive house. It was Calvin Klein's property, and they paid $84 million for it. And wow. they bought it during the pandemic, $84 million. I mean, it's a, it's a great house. But, so I just, um, 
want to say thanks to real estate because real estate is really leading us out of the pandemic. And, well, continue talking about that. But it's, it's really, people have really realized how important their homes are to them. That's where they're safe. We'll be right back. We have a quick break. Hi, I'm Valerie Smaldone, the host of Bagels and Broadway. This Sunday, the show will air at 1 p.m. and feature Tony winner James Monroe Iglehart, host of a new show on HGTV. Broadway stars Marty Thomas and Marissa Rosen with a new holiday album out. The founder of the only Brazilian theater company in New York presenting something very unusual virtually, Andresa Ferletti, and Nick Fatos from Starbright Floral Design is my co-host on Bagels and Broadway, Sunday at 1. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg speaks with Senator Chuck Schumer about a subject on everyone's mind, the coronavirus and what's being done about it. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd at a special time, Saturday at noon on AM 970, The Answer. The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college-age kids seem to have little direction these days. That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The Full Stack Software Development Program from Steve Wozniak. Available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start? SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or SalemCareerHub.com. Take AM 970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. 
I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I'm going to be talking about the housing market, but I just want to remind everyone, because I probably forgot to remind everyone that at 11 o'clock we'll be joined by... uh, uh, Michael Conti of Honig Conti and Perino, and that's one of the largest insurance agencies, and he's going to be talking about what I need to talk to him about, uh, cyber liability. <laughs> uh, but going back to the real estate market, it's sharp in, but, you know, October, the pending sales, which means sales that are ready to go to contract, but didn't sell a little amount, 1%, um, and that was because there was just not enough inventory, uh, so I wouldn't count it, but Lawrence Young, Young, who is the chief economist, I should have him on the show one day, uh, for the National Association of Real Estate, said in his press release, the housing market is still hot, uh, but some kind of, we're seeing prices that rose so much that it's becoming sometimes unaffordable, okay? Mortgage rates hovered near historic lows during the month, but the supply of home for sale hit another historic low. I mean, there's no supply. So that's another thing that's stopping people because we are down 20%. This is a national number in supply. And the growing imbalance has prompted bidding wars and caused the median price of existing homes to jump to the highest level ever in October. And that's at 313. Now, that's not in the Northeast. That's, you know, taking all of the national, you know, places. But that's up 16% nationally. Um, so the combination of scarce housing, low interest rates, very strong demands has pushed home prices to levels that are making it difficult to save for a down payment. And, of course, you need to be calling ACE for that because we have a lot of different kind of creative mortgages that you might be able to take advantage of. Uh, Regionally, pending home sales were mixed, okay, and um, we are low. We are low nationally in product, okay. Manhattan, okay, which was hit very hard, but Manhattan markets is starting to get strong in the week of Thanksgiving 14 contracts priced at $4 million and up were signed during the week ending of the week ending Thanksgiving. Now, that's a big drop from the year before, which was 25, but people are coming back, and uh, they are trying to get good deals. 
And nobody expects any, I mean, look, no one's a fortune teller, but no one expects any crash in the near future. I thought for those of you who might be interested, uh, I just looked this up, so I'm not an expert, but this is uh, from what the experts say, that if you were to buy an investment in real estate in 2021, uh here are some of the best places, and I didn't go through them. I mean, I'm just going to give you a quick because, you know, I could talk an hour about each place, but I'm not going to. But Raleigh-Durham was number one. Last year it was number two, and this year it came as the, one of, the number one place to buy investment properties or buy real estate. Number two was Austin, Texas, and... Um, and they say that's because, you know, it, it's managed to weather the coronavirus because it doesn't depend on leisure or any, you know, you know, like plays or anything like that. And so they were number two. And um, I'll go through them quickly because there's 10. Nashville, Tennessee, and that's very young. It's, beco- it's becoming a, a, a new boom town for young, young people. And Dallas-Fort Worth also, considering a new young, new boom town for young, will, you know, and that came in number four. Even though unemployment is still a bit high in Dallas, Charlotte, North Carolina, another boom place. Tampa, St. Petersburg in Florida. It did not make the list last year, but did make it this year. It made number six, Salt Lake City, Utah, and that made number seven. It has the lowest unemployment in the country. Boston, Washington, D.C. obviously made it. Boston, Massachusetts, which price-wise, you're going to pay a lot of money there. It's a high-priced market, Boston, but they are leaders in biotech, education, health, finance. It has a very diverse economy, and it's not cheap, but there's a very high demand, and there's a very low vacancy rate. And guess what made it? This one, I have to say, congratulations, Long Island, because I've never seen you make a top ten list like this. But Long Island made the number ten of best places to buy uh, next year for your investment. And even though Long Island's slow and steady and you don't hear any big jumps, it's been growing slowly and steadily, and it's established, and the unemployment is is not that bad, and uh, it's recommended highly. And uh, people are really moving there, and prices are are going up. So congratulations. And, of course, I'm going to congratulate Long Island the second time because that's pretty big. And as I said, whatever happens in the city, you know, the city is going to do well. People are going to take advantage of, in my opinion, of this opportunity to, be, to buy or to get into, you know, a, a place, either up, upgrade and get a better apartment or 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 move into the city when you know you're young and you and you had to live outside the suburbs and and you know you give it two or three years and it'll be back and bigger and better but it also helped all the surrounding areas because anything that surrounded new york city whether it was jersey or connecticut or long island all of those places went up i mean is that an ace are you seeing that with mortgages and everything you know, where, where people are you know you're really doing them all over the country what do you think yeah with mortgages i mean with an all-time uh low mortgage rate we're seeing places that you just mentioned booming um right Dottie? so texas and long island especially new york has been on fire like we have seen bidding wars left and right 
at certain price points. You know, the one and a half million and below has right. been a robust market. So I can tell you, folks in Long Island that that are renting out their places are are booked up all the way through the holidays too. So, I mean, we've seen just a just a resurgence in Long Island where. You know, I'm like you said, I'm so proud of all the folks in Long Island because they've always been slow and steady. But I think, you know, there's a lot more awareness out there now and, and people are starting to take take notice. And it's it's great. It's great. Yeah, to see, and they great have great hear. restaurants. They have beaches. Yeah, I mean, they are not, you know, you're not so far from the city. Um, and they never really got, you know, I mean, I grew up there, so I thought it was a great place to grow up. They have great schools. Um, and I don't think they ever really... I used to say to them before I was in the city, I would say to them, well, you guys just don't do the right PR on yourself. Like, you don't, you know, and I really believe that. I mean, I really believe that you need, you know, whatever you do, you need to be able to tell people what you do. It's like I always say, you could have two singers and one becomes like famous and, and, and one doesn't. And the one that doesn't, maybe the her voice or his voice is better than everyone's. However, he wasn't promoted right. People, he didn't get exposure. People didn't hear it. So um, I just, so I think it's always been there. But I mean, I'm glad to really see that they made the top ten because it is a great place to to buy. And as I said, besides for you know, I told you the house in the Hamptons, the Sherry Neville on Fifth Avenue that that we just sold something. Um, the, that that's sold for twenty two million. It was down from thirty two million. So when it was first listed, so we sold that, and it's a nine thousand square foot apartment. So somebody said, "Wow, this is a great chance to get an apartment that I couldn't have afforded two or three years ago," and it came down in price. And the second highest uh, contract of last week that I see uh, in the city was um, nineteen thousand twenty million dollars. And it's a Greek revival styled house on Waverly Street, Greenwich Village, and it hit the market at the end of July. And the buyers are New Yorkers; they they're, they were they're, they were living in New York, and they had been originally looking for penthouses, but was sold on the privacy that this had. And uh, so, you know, you, you, you know, when you when you look at the markets and you look at what's going on. Uh, you, you see that the pandemic, if it does, if it didn't, it, it made people really focus on homes and their homes. And uh, you know, as I said, we have a shortage of supply. Uh, and then the mortgage rates, with the mortgage rates the, as low, and we hope that they stay low. And I, I'm hoping that they stay low for a while. Uh, it's an opportunity to buy if you want to buy. And if you're looking to sell and you have, a, and you know where you're going because you want to have a place to go because your house will probably sell quickly, it's a great time to sell. Um, we're going to be right back and uh, I have some questions for Steve and Ace because I have that people wrote in. I'll be right back. You're listening to Ion Real Estate. I'm Daddy Herman. We'll be right back after the commercial break. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. Each week, I delve into the minds of some of the most inspirational and influential people in the world. From health and wellness, to professional development, to personal well-being, 
Changemakers join me to provide the tools needed for personal and professional growth, improved health and well-being, and self-empowerment. Conversations with Joan connects the dots between mind, body, soul, and spirit. Start your week on a positive note. Tune in to Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on AM 970 The Answer. If you miss a show, you can listen to it across all major podcast networks. To learn more about Conversations with Joan or the Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life brand, visit CYACYL.com. That's CYACYL.com. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Katz Roundtable. John Katzimatidis, the personification of the American dream who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8 on AM 970. The answer. Have a seat at the table with Congressman Vito Fasella and Wall Street veteran John Tobacco on Table Talk. Every Sunday morning at 10, Vito and John will bring you the brightest experts to tell you what you need to know for your home, mortgage, health care, investments, finances, and the world around us. All served family style on Table Talk. Sunday mornings at 10, immediately following the Cats Roundtable on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com. AM970, The Answer doesn't have to stop when you turn off your radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search AM970, The Answer. Take us with you wherever you go. Sunday, the Stony Brook Seawolves take on the St. John's Red Storm at Carneseca Arena. Coverage begins with the pregame show at 210, tip off at 2.30. Catch all the action right here on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Steve and Ace, but before I do that, I have a caller. I have Irene. Irene from Queens. Irene, are you on the line? Yes, yes, I'm on the line. Hello, can you see me? Hi. 
Yes, of course I yes, can hi. hear you. Is it torrentially raining in Queens? Yes. The rain is yes. pretty bad today. Yes. So, so you have I'm a question on transfer going. taxes? Yes. Uh, so this is the situation. So I'm in the pro- my mother passed away a long time ago, and now I'm in the process in the process of removing her name from the stock certificate. So my question is, uh, you know, as part of the process, the title company will uh, file with the city in the ACRA system, you know, to record the new ownership. Uh, right. Do I have to pay real estate transfer tax in this situation? Stephen, I will refer that to you. Sure, sure. So, so first of all, I'm sorry that you're you're going through this. And um, mm-hmm. when when you're when you're when you're retitling, what happens is you do have to file a transfer tax return. However, mm-hmm. um, there are a variety of exceptions under the law. So this is mm-hmm. not a regular third-party arms arms length transfer in which that you pay a normal transfer tax on. So the attorney mm-hmm. that you're working with on it, um, the estate attorney, this should be part of the conversation to make sure that you're selecting the right exemption um, to make sure you're not paying a full tax as if you were uh, transferring um, out there um, to a third party yeah. in a sale. But you, but you are supposed to record the return, though. And there is a filing fee. When you, um, uh, when, you, when you file the tax return, the filing fee um, on a co-op, it is about $100. And then typically a title company, if they prepare the form for you, they charge about $150. Mm-hmm. So I would expect yeah, yeah. a $250 filing fee around there mm-hmm. and then just making sure it's done correctly. A lot of times people do make a mistake and they think because mm-hmm. it's a co-op, they're not required to file anything. And then you could put yourself in a difficult situation down the road because mm-hmm. you, you could be liable for not filing a return, even if you owed nothing, because of a yeah, failure yeah. to file. So you're definitely yeah. doing the right thing by filing it. Um, just make sure they put down the right exemptions. There's a list of exemptions on the form. Okay? Okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you, uh, Andy. Oh, you're welcome. I think you better yeah. stay indoors. It's pretty wet out. Thanks for calling. I have a great weekend. Okay, uh, all right. I have another question. But oh, sure. Uh, can I ask another question? Oh, no. Sure you can. Okay, this is a little bit more convoluted, and it's also for Steve, and it has to do directly with the Eckert system. So uh, that happens to my apartment. That's a different apartment. A couple, More than a couple of years, uh, somebody incorrectly in Eckert system recorded the ownership. Uh, instead of putting their apartment, they put my apartment. So for years, uh, in Acris system, my um, uh, the well, let's say Mr. X, Mr. X owns my apartment. When I found that out, I tried to correct the situation, mm-hmm. and that took forever with the virus and everything. So uh, what the uh, that Mr. X did, they filed, um, you know, the title company filed the papers, m- making him the owner of his correct apartment. So meanwhile, if you look in Actress and you put the address in my apartment, this person is still listed there. So my question is, what will it take to remove that person from the Actress system? And if it's even so that now, important. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. it's a great question. Yeah. And, the, and the first, most importantly, you're doing the right thing by dealing with it now. So many times mm-hmm. people 
just sort of put these things off because day to day they may not notice a difference. So first off, you're definitely doing the right thing. Now, just so mm-hmm. I'm clear in this case, for this apartment, mm-hmm. is it a condominium or is it a uh, co-op apartment? It's a co-op as well. Okay. So that that that's so what happens is in a co-op it's actually easier um, mm-hmm. because what happens if it was a condominium there would have been a deed that's recorded to transfer the ownership. Right. In the case of a co-op, you need the authorization of the co-op to effectuate any transfer. And so what happens is in a co-op, you have a stock certificate and a proprietary mm-hmm. lease. That shows your ownership. And if you look at it, who signs it? Not you on the stock mm-hmm. certificate, not the prior owner, but actually the co-op signs it. Right. And in the lease, mm-hmm. you also co-sign it. So what happens right. is it's not like the prior owner signed off on it. The co-op does. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, you have your stock and lease. That's correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, then it's a much smaller concern. If there was, like, a misrecorded deed, then I'd be a lot more concerned. Um, right. You know, it would be great to go in and, and get it cleaned up, but, um, yeah. you know, the stock and lease is what's going to prove the ownership. So. That's yeah. going to, you know, there's an error in the accurate records, but at the end of the day, that stock certificate and proprietary lease, that's what's going to govern. Mm-hmm. So, so you're, you're safe over there. So should, so should I pursue it or not? Because there is no form. I mean, I, I went to the city, you know, financial department. They were not helpful, of course. So uh, and yeah, I, it's I, the it's it's not the financial; it's the office of the city registrar. They're the clerk's yeah, office. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yep. They were completely unhelpful. Um, um, you know, it, it's. So I think the I best thing to do. I think the best thing to do is if you want to just put something in writing, so it's there. But at the end of the day, from a legal point of view, mm-hmm. your stock certificate and proprietary lease issued by the co-op to you. That's what, as a matter of law, dictates who owns the property. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't do it because, like I said, I don't. Um, originally, the title company prepared the papers to transfer the ownership from Mr. X to me, but their lawyer nixed that, so they they would not do it. Theoretically, I can try to do it again, but I don't know if they will do it. Well, the, the my, my understanding of what you just said before was that they accidentally listed your apartment instead of their apartment, right? Right. right so, right. Right. So, I mean, the other thing is that you can you could go to them as well to try to have them correct it for you since they made the error. You can ask them to do that. Um, no, they, they refused make an error. to do it before. They refused to do it before. So. They they didn't want to sign the tape, you know, because they had to sign the whatever the application the title and they didn't want to do it that's why they went and just uh, re- re-recorded uh, uh, well you know if you want you can leave your information with Steve yeah, and we get can... back to you ah, okay all right Let's okay just go. leave your your information your either email yeah. if you choose or your phone and and Steve can get back okay. to you during the week right yeah i know because it's kind of getting too convoluted for people to listen yeah to. yeah, yeah. It's, but it's at the end of the day the most important thing to know is that your ownership on the stock and lease, that's what it, ultimately, if there's ever a dispute, that's what says who the owner is, not accurate. So from the point of view yeah, of your yeah. apartment being protected, you know, you're okay. Don't worry. Okay. Not to worry. All right. So, that, so okay. that's a good so, thing to leave the phone with. 
And leave your, if you want any information, leave your information with our, you know, the, with the um, person who took the call, and they'll get it to Stephen. Um, I have a question for Ace. Ace, um, we hear that jumbo loans will grow in 2021. Uh, and, you know, with jumbo loans and the amount you can borrow against the value of homes is the loan to value. Um, and they say, like, of course, a lot of people are now in New York City are feeling that they want to buy something bigger and they need a jumbo loan. Um, and they say that the banks are just so busy that they can't keep up with it. Um, is that true? Dottie, it's, um, <clears throat> it's the demand for jumbo loans has, has never been greater. Um, people are leveraging more financing than ever, uh, so less cash deals. And, um, you know, banks are still offering 10% down in certain marketplaces and uh, 5% down for certain marketplaces. So the demand for jumbo loans <clears throat> has always been there, but more uh, prevalent than, than ever now because of the market and because of low rates and because people want to take advantage of financing. I also wanted to mention to our listeners, Fannie Mae loan limits um, are going to increase for 2021 um, to 548,250, um, which is 37,000 more than the 2020 limits of 510,000. So even Fannie, um, Fannie Mae, they're increasing their loan limits for 2021 as well, Dottie. So right know. now, what is the what is the the jumbo loan limit? Is that 800? Is that increasing also? Like I was reading that it's up to 822, 375 from 765. Correct. Is there a correct. limit? So, okay, so yes, even so, on, so so, could you explain that to the listeners? So, if you're going for a jumbo loan, that means you could borrow. Yes. So there's something well, called high cost, high cost markets, right? New York City being one of them. Of so course. So if you borrow anything above eight hundred and twenty-two thousand three hundred seventy-five. That's considered jumbo. Anything below eight hundred twenty-two thousand will be part of Fannie Mae, and that'll be considered a conforming loan amount. So, what does that mean for our listeners? Simply, if you're buying anything and you want to borrow less than eight hundred twenty-two thousand, you'll have a conforming rate, which is usually um, a little bit more competitive than a jumbo rate. So, that's that's a huge difference, Dottie. Eight hundred twenty-two thousand is a lot of money. I'm, no. It's unbelievable. And you know what, Ace? I would hope that next week we talk about this again because, you know, I just think that it's so important. And sometimes you have to hear things a few times before you really sinks in. And, you know, and since we're, you know, we try to get a lot of information in all at once, sometimes we don't take enough time to really explain it. But I'd like maybe um, next week if you could really talk about the opportunities and the difference these interest rates are making because really – as I said, it's like free money, and if you were ever going to buy something, it's just like a great, great time. With rates like this, it's unheard of. And the article that I read was saying that banks are so busy that they're hoping that they can keep up. And it says, Ace, do you think that, does Ace think that banks can deal with thousands of more buyers? Dottie, they're so inundated, you know, us alone here at Citizens Bank, we hired 200 new processors, underwriters within the last four to five months, right? So, like, unbelievable. you can imagine, 
how busy we are. So it, it's been a record-breaking year because of low rates. We're going to continue to see that next year as well. And, um, you know, for those of our listeners that are just kind of sitting back and it, whether you have a mortgage, you should definitely, and Dottie talks about this every week, Stephen talks about this as well, make sure you take out the time now more than ever because we're all at, in our homes. Review your statements, right? Because even if you have a 4% rate, rates are currently at 3%. So as long as, long as you have a 1% difference, you know, you're going you're gonna to benefit from a right. lower and payment. And we're going to go through that again next week because I'm not letting yeah. you get away with it because even though you might think we're a pain in the neck, truthfully, you're going to kick yourself in the head that you didn't do it, okay? Actually, mortgage applications this week jumped up 9% just in a week, okay? And we're 28% higher annually, okay? I mean, people... A lot of people are taking advantage of it. And if you're not buying anything and you're going to stay put, you really cost you nothing to look up what your interest rate is now. You can either email or get a hold of citizens or leave your name with the, with uh, us and we'll have somebody from ACES team or citizens will get back to you. Um, but really, this is an opportunity that really you don't get often. I mean, like, as 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 horrible as things are, and it shouldn't be that, okay, this as far as, like I said, when I was buying my first house, I think I paid like, I was, oh, my God, I, I got an adjustable five-year mortgage. Five, it was a five-year adjustable arm that went to like 12% or 11, from 15 to 11 or something like that. Okay, so really, it's a great time to take advantage of these things. Now, on the other hand, I have to ask Stephen a question because, and I have to say to both of you, I really feel privileged working with both of you because I have two of the biggest industry experts, and I get so many emails and texts to say thank you for all the information that we try to provide so that, because there's so much information and it changes daily, and there's so many things that are not, you know, that you can't anticipate, like who could anticipate the virus, and there's a lot of variables, and we do our best to keep everybody updated, um, at least to know where to go. But so, now, in saying that, I had a question, Stephen, um, that asked that Cuomo, uh, I guess, stopped the city's tax lien sale again, um, where people, uh, if they didn't pay their taxes, um, that he, he, you know, he stopped it. And uh, could you tell everybody what that's all about? I mean... Bring it up right yeah, after the break. You can do that off the, yeah, you're better off waiting after the break. And then you can tell everybody what it is exactly and then what, what you think they might be doing. I guess it's uh, time for us to break for the news. We'll be back and we're going to finish up this eviction uh, tax lien sale that they're trying to stop and I think end, which I think might be a good thing. And then we're going to be joined with Mike Conti. Um, and he's going to talk about cyber. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.